Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussion on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I think Powerpuff Girls is back too, so that, among others. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by the incomparable Michelle Anderer. Oh, that's very nice of you, Justin. Thank you. (laughs) Michelle, everybody. Hey. Today, we're going to focus on that analytics side. We're going to be talking all things genre episodes in Steven Universe. This is our weekly Steven Universe roundtable that we do whenever there's not new episodes of Steven airing. Uh, In past, they have been hosted by Dylan. He let me have one. And depending on how this goes, (laughs) I may not get another one. So let's do this and do it right. Um. Let's get started with that. Oh, you can find this okay. podcast, all our podcasts, and everything else, our blogs and everything at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, you can also find us by searching Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. So, Michelle, what mm-hmm. is a genre episode? Um, I mean, I don't quite know. I mean, like, I, it's, I think that's one of the things where, like, you, you have very specific ones that you know it if you see it, but describing it's a little more difficult i guess to just like um a specific type of like vibe or style that's like consistent um that is kind of trademarked as a particular category would be a genre i guess <laughs> what do you think a genre right. is right um i look at a genre episode as anytime a tv show switches up their style and instead of doing what their normal kind of episode would be mm-hmm. they flip the script and they do something different they kind of become a different style for one episode and so it's um it's one of those things definitely like you said you know when you see it and that's gonna be a big question for us today is do we know it when we see it where do are all the ones i think are genre episodes ones you think are genre episodes and so we will have a lot of fun debating that, but uh, to kind of get in the spirit, I wanted to bring up a couple of really big examples of definitive genre episodes definitive. in animation. Oh. Yeah, definitive. Oh, okay. These the are very clear anima- animated genre episodes. First one, a show that's not usually animated. That's usually a good sign. If your show is typically live <laughs> action and you're animated, you're doing a genre episode. Something's going on there. Uh, Community very famously did one of their Christmas episodes completely in Rankin-Bass stop-motion animation. I cannot remember the name of this episode, but this was a... That's a genre episode. When your show is not usually... Oh, it was. (laughs) All stop-motion, oh my god. When your show is not usually stop-motion, and then it is, that's a genre episode. Oh, didn't Gravity Falls have a stop-motion episode too? I think so. Yeah! And Spongebob also recently did a stop-motion Christmas special. Not as good as the original Christmas special, but they did one as well. I'm impressed you're still keeping up with Spongebob, Justin. That's that was a very highly hyped episode. <laughs> was it really? It I, didn't, I don't know. Well, see, I still watch Nickelodeon actively. Okay. Uh, another great Spongebob example from the time you might remember, Michelle. Do you remember Sorry. the Krusty Krab training video? <gasps> yes, of course. If that your was the, show was is usually just a sitcom and suddenly you're an episode of The Office. That's so true. That's an out-of-genre episode. That, that was is a, a genre cute. episode. That was such a good episode. That is an incredible episode. And the last big example I'm going to give. Remember Avatar The Last Airbender? Of course. Remember uh, The Beach? Yes! Oh, that was such a beach episode. That's so true. Right. And so that blurs the line between, is it a genre episode? Because is that already, kind of Avatar, Av- yeah. already Avatar, though, is 
an anime style show so are they Mm -hmm. making is that the entire genre or just the one trope of the beach episode and that's gonna be what part of what we discussed today genre or trope because there's a difference a trope is just one element a genre kind of encompasses the whole series and so genre episodes typically cram all the tropes of one show into one episode oh trope episode is more just bringing one specific trope that kind of covers the episode so it's, it's a fine line and we will discuss the difference. Okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so what I'm going to do now, it's gonna I'm be going experience. to pull up a list of Steven Universe episodes. Oh, boy. And I'm going to look at the ones I think are genre episodes, and I'm going to run it by you. We're going to play basically uh, yay or nay is the oh, kindest wait. way I can think the phrase that. <laughs> okay. Uh, first one I can think of as a genre episode, I would say Catfingers. And the genre I'm calling that is 50s B-horror movie monster. Mm-hmm. Like the fly. Like mm-hmm. the fly. That kind of thing. I would say nay because I think it's more of a trope. Actually, not even a trope. It's more just like an homage to Akira, isn't it? Like that's a very specific kind of body True. horror going on with cats. That would be an cats. homage. Um, homage. Well, then can there be a third category that is. for So homage? genre, trope, or homage are three categories. Okay. And the moment this episode airs, Dylan will reblog saying wrong, 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 wrong. Of course. Wrong, wrong. Because our homages will be tropes and our tropes will be genres and our genres will just be homages. <laughs> so we're saying that is, we're, we're going to find homage as to one specific film or one okay. specific show. Because all genre episodes are homages to that genre. Right. So that's how we're going to clarify that. So the, well, yeah, I would argue homage for Catfingers, but okay. I can see um, your point that it is a lot of like, you know, like I was a teenage monster. It, it oh. is a lot of body horror. That's definitely true, regardless of like what it might be particularly mm-hmm. focusing on. Mm-hmm. This That's is a, not a question. Yeah. Tiger Millionaire. <laughs> Tiger Millionaire is not a question. That is a genre episode to the wonderful world of pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'd agree with that. Like, the storyboard writers have talked about how we wanted to do a wrestling yeah, episode. Yeah, that's true. Professional wrestlers like to talk about this episode. It is wonderful. Do they actually like to talk about this episode? Well, Xavier she- Woods, oh. who is this really geeky pro wrestler in WWE right now, he used to come out and say it's morphing time because he loves Power Rangers. So you see why I'm a fan of him. Oh, I see, yes. Um, <laughs> he actually talked about how this was his favorite episode of Steven Universe just because it relates to what he does for a living. Oh, really? And when that happened... um. I think it was, it might have been Paul, I think, one of the storyboard writers. It was somebody. Actually then released a list of unused wrestler names oh, wait, for that I remember episode. That. You remember I, this now? Yeah, I remember the list. Yeah, because we were both in the fandom from the beginning. I totally remember that list. All the, all, all the names they didn't use for pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really great. There was some good stuff on there. There, there okay. were many. I love that because like I've seen the list WWE Creative comes up with for for wrestling names, and I think the storyboard writers for Steven did a better job. <laughs> so time to come up with names than exactly the people did. So next genre episode, it it, it gets okay. tricky, especially in the early half because there are just a lot of just random plots. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Lars and the Cool Kids. As what? I'm gonna say the genre is. Teen serial drama Dawson Creek Degrassi. Ooh, oh, I totally see that. You see that? Yeah, it's like 
teen drama. Teen what are we cool. gonna do? Yeah, Our like, life. My parents in. don't get me. Yeah, I just never even knew my man. mom, Lars. So true. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Even though it took kind of a like way more personal like thing with like Steven's mom towards the end mm-hmm. and the flowers, just like this is surprisingly beautiful for what seemed like a like whatever episode. But right. yeah, I that it's totally like teen angsty mm-hmm. 1990s show vibe. And I would argue that what they were trying to do with this one was because they started with the whole I want to impress the cool kids. Now I'm hanging out with the cool kids. I think yeah. they kind of wanted to lampshade a bit by having the cool kids actually be the cool kids. Like, they're mm-hmm. nice people. Jenny yeah, they're like actually are nice, really people. nice people. It's they're not, not like, I want to hang out with the cool kids, but they'll make you do drugs. No, they're legitimately good people. Yeah, it's like, Lars, just stop being more awful than the cool kids, and maybe they'll exactly. like you more. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, Lion 2, the movie, none of the Lion episodes are genre, really. They're just cool. They're Even just though, awesome. like, when you title something, the movie... There's so much room for genre episodes, and I love movie genre episodes, and that makes me sad that that's not a genre episode. Steven and the Stevens, do you call this a genre episode, or just an homage to the Beach Boys? I I think, oh, I wouldn't even call it that. I think it's just, like, more of, like, the trope of, like, having, like, the, like, clones, you know? Like, that happens in so many shows. It's the clone, but it's also, like, the Archie's trope, like... The anime, the like the show? the animation. We're in a band and a cartoon. Buy our song, watch our show. Oh, so all right. Trope, well, maybe it's multiple. I feel like that's more of a trope, though. Well, maybe for the Beach Boy thing, that's a genre. I don't know. Kind that's of a genre. Jabberjaw, Josie and the Pussycats, the Archies. Oh, okay. The monkeys. The, the, the clone thing is definitely the just clone like a, thing trope, is a trope. Though. Yeah, so it's like. It's like a double package then. It's like a trope and a genre. It's a fusion. Oh my God. All right. It's a fusion. (laughs) I will humor you. Thank you. Welcome, Justin. Not a question in the slightest. Monster Buddies is a genre episode. It's the stereotypical boy and his dog. dog Yeah, that's so true. It's your old yeller where the red fern grows. All those. Yeah, and since the people kind of sort of died at the end, it's totally that. Exactly. It's it is dumb. Old Yeller. <laughs> it's so true. Monster Buddies is Old Yeller. I, I love that we don't talk about it, but it's true. Die. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally sold on that. That, yes. that to me is like the one of the early really solid. No, they're, that's a genre. That's a whole subset of movies and Disney loves it. <laughs> like watch live action Disney movies from like 1960 oh to 1980. Yeah. That's all they are. Sometimes they're very uncomfortable in how sad they are. Rascal still hurts me. The boy and his R- raccoon. I what? <laughs> there was a boy and his raccoon. You haven't seen Rascal? Really? No. I thought you were talking about the little rascals. I'm like that wasn't sad at all. No, the rascal. Rascal the raccoon. He has throughout this boy. Fi- 1969. It's rated G. It's from oh Disney. Oh my god. Does the raccoon die? I can't remember if he dies or he just goes back and lives in the woods. One of the two. <laughs> Well, it's very different. Either he's happy in the woods or he's dead. But the point is he's gone forever. Oh my god. I'm never gonna watch that. <laughs> That's too silly. That's gonna be like a Patreon bonus live oh, reaction oh, no. to Michelle and Justin watching. Oh no. Well, at least not sober. I can't do that. That'd be too much. I'll be sober. Um, <laughs> Alright, next genre episode. Okay. I don't think an indirect kiss. I don't think mere gem ocean gem. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Not really house guest space race. Mm, maybe space race. Because it's kind of the space a lot the first half of space race is a lot of the we gotta do astronaut training and like build a i do feel like there are a lot of shows that are like we're gonna build us like a rocket ship yeah. and go to the moon i feel like that wasn't like I'd say a trope. huge emphasis of the episode though because again like it like takes the ship where it's yeah. like no 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 we really want to talk about like pearl and steven and yeah. you know pearl being okay with being on earth and like what else is going on there in her backstory so it's like well, they love taking genres and using it to an end that's very true and i appreciate that a lot like tiger million when yeah. at the end you've got pearl trying to help amethyst do you want us to destroy yeah. all wrestling that was really cute. And I'm like, it, we are back in the 80s. This is <laughs> WWF in the 1980s. <laughs> so, not Space Race, Secret Team. Would you consider that a genre? Is that detective? Is that? Yeah, I think it's detective. And that was like one of the few ones I wrote down on my list that I was trying to think of. Because I think it, it definitely, like the stuff with like Garnet and like the music and the like secret team, like logo thing that kept popping up all the time. Like yeah, they're I love whenever Steven Universe superimposes anything. Yeah, that was pretty great. I would say Island Adventure, not really. Not I mean, really. Kind of, it's kind of the trope of we're stranded on an island. Let's fall in love. I mean, that Neutron so, did it. It was so gratifying, though, you know, just think. Oh, it was like, so gratifying. There's so like when I was a kid and you'd see and you'd like you'd be like waiting for these two people to like hook up. They never smooched like intensely like that on the Rebecca's show. Rebecca's actually talked about it. That was one of those they're, moments where she thought she was going to get backlash. She went to Cartoon right? Network and they're like, are you sure? And she explained it and she's like, go for it. That's so funny. Yeah, it was it was really great to see. It was just like, oh, they're really they're really going for it. Wow. Okay, that, that was a kid. That shows our life. Dang. We get excited about animated characters making out. Yeah, this is, this is our life. This is where our lives are. <laughs> Keep Beach City weird? Not really. I would. I feel like it could have been, but Rising Tides, Crashing Skies kind of stole that. Oh my god! It. Yeah, that's totally a genre episode. Oh yes. We'll get to that one once we get to season two. Yeah. The next one, Garnet's Universe. Yes, I wrote that one down too. I mean, would this just be like, t- like a particular kind of like eighties like actiony Dragon Ball? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh wait, well, cause wasn't wasn't the thing like when her her gauntlets turn into the like drill? Wasn't that very um. God, I'm blanking on the show, but anyone who yes, likes anime, it is a different anime. Watch it. Yeah, what is that show called? I feel so bad. I feel uh, like that episode is basically Steven's otakuness showing. Uh, oh, Gurren Lagan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All I had to do was type in drill anime and knew exactly what I wanted. Yeah, that seemed very like particular to that show, but like I agree in general, it's like a genre is it of Gurren Lagan or Gurren Lagan. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I've heard it pronounced Gurren Lagan by Toonami, so I don't know. Well, I mean, we're Americans, so like, who yeah. knows if we're not butchering everything all Correct the time. Correct us in the comments below. Yes, please do. And then reblog. Um, <laughs> let's see. Lion 3, not really. Not really. Warp Tour, no. Not really. Is Alone Together. Um, I feel like... Maybe Alone Together's like made its own genre. I think it's, it did. It's, yeah, because like it's not like a typical episode format for the show at all, but it's very it's not quite like anything I'd ever so seen. So you're saying it is the start of something new? Yes. It begins it, right now. Yeah, yes, it is. 
I'm I'm singing High School Musical and you're not picking up. Oh, oh my god, <sighs> man! You know I saw that movie for the first time like two weeks ago. Really, you're just seeing High School Musical. Yeah, I actually think I appreciate it a lot more with the distance in my age now. <laughs> This oh, is a tangent. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> the test is that I call it a trope. Yeah, it's a trope for. Oh man, I don't want to say it because what if I say like, but um, Evangelion. Essentially, the ending especially. The ending classic. especially. It's yeah. literally ripped from the Congratulations! Like people have talked a lot about that. But like, the episode maybe, itself yeah. is just. It's there's always the episode in the anime. I have to prove myself. Hmm. And this is that episode, but it had a very different ending, and I like exactly it. like they flipped it so nice, and it was so, and like this is a lot of people's like on a lot of people's top <coughs> list. You know, it's a very very like well regarded episode. And the thing is, it's a very quiet episode. Yeah, it's very like thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I, would you count on the run? Oh, it's like a runaway episode. You know, your little rascals. Your yeah, your, I would. Like adventure. I would. And they even had a little song. They got on a freaking, yeah, like, train and, like, rode in a boxcar in hay with their, like... They are the boxcar children. That's definitely a genre thing. I agree. Yeah. Horror club. Yes, definitely. Hi, Paranormal Activity. How are you tonight? <laughs> I think it's a combination of, like, Paranormal Activity, but also just, like, your, like, Halloween spooky episodes. Like, oh, spooky, this is a kid's show. Yeah, like, and, like... <laughs> But it aired in February. Yeah, I know. That was bad timing. But, like, it obviously it's like, supposed to air in October. It aired right before Valentine's Day. That's the most romantic thing anyone could watch alone. Hey, Lars and Ronaldo <laughs> in that episode. Oh, my cute. God. Right? Didn't you ship it a little? I shipped it just a little. Yeah. And I'm like, Polly ship. Yeah. Lars, Sadie, Ronaldo. Yes. I think a ship with Lars and Ronaldo is the only way I could ever stand Ronaldo being around at all. <laughs> so. Wait, I'm are, do you not, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you not like Ronaldo and Jane? Is that what you're telling me? Um, I don't know anything about Jane, except she knows how to, she like has a job and she works at the movie theater. My princess. I don't like know what she sees in Ronaldo, honestly, but I guess they can be happy together. He's the cute little weeaboo. Yeah, he's adorable. He's not, he's, ah, no. <laughs> you're like me on the Ladybug podcast talking about Chloe okay. and I love it right now. Oh my god. No, no, Ronaldo. Let's let's get out of there. <laughs> let's exit I'm enjoying that. this. Let's see. What would the next one be? Uh, not Winter Forecast, not Maximum Capacity. Although Little Butler is clearly a genre. Oh yeah. That's just referencing every 90s sitcom ever. Totally. You people have too much money. You know, the timeline even lines up for that to be the mid-90s. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. Late 80s, mid-90s. No, wait, mid, late 90s, because he's like, what, 14 and 2016, so. Uh, oh, I don't 90s, know. late 90s, Friends era. <laughs> it's a Friends era. Fresh Prince era sitcom. I might be I, getting my six, sitcom eras wrong. post Frasier, pre-How I Met Your Mother. I know that like much. It's very specific, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's see. See, some of these are, some of these are definitely hard to quantify. It's like you want to, but you can't. Like Marble Madness isn't, Rose's Scabbard isn't, even no. though it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, we should have a separate podcast on Rose's Scabbard. Like, we should just have a Rose's like Scabbard everything. episode. Like, why did they choose this color scheme? Like, you know. Frame like, by what? frame Rose's Scabbard discussion. God, that would be like my dream, Justin. I would do it. If Dylan lets me, I would do it. We will call it What's in a Frame, and it will be amazing. What's in a Frame? Yes. All right. It will be an 11-part episode. 
Oh one hour per minute of this episode. <laughs> we can do this. Okay. Can. Open book. <laughs> Open book. Hmm. I wouldn't call it a genre episode, but more an homage to young adult fiction. Yeah. And rather than shipping it inspires. I would totally agree with that. Yeah, it's definitely an homage to like any. Because that series, that book series, you Harry me, Potter. Mix like, of Hunger Games. It's like Harry Potter, but I feel like it's also like the His Dark Materials series because she has like a familiar and that's oh, like, yeah. and like the demons are a big part of what like. What about Patronuses? Yeah, but the demons are like literally their soul, but as an animal companion that falls in the whole <coughs> lies. And I feel like that's more particular to the Unfamiliar Familiar book series, you know. I feel like it's a, it's a conglomeration of several famous series, but I feel like his... Blah. His Dark Materials is definitely one of them. It's basically, blah, blah, fantastical children's books. Blah, exactly. Blah. And Connie's, like, discussion about it's, like, so amazing. It's so problematic. Yeah, I wish I was that articulate when I was, like, how old is she? Like, She's 11? 12 and three quarters. Well, 12 and three quarters. She's very right. precocious. She, she is. She reads a lot. You just heard the word precocious on Overly Animated. You're welcome. <laughs> You'll look that one up, kiddos. I don't actually know the average age of our listening audience. You might all know the word precocious. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like they'd be pretty. I, I feel like I feel like even the young ones are smart enough to know that because we attract <laughs> the intellectuals. That's what I believe. Story for Steven. Is that a genre episode? Oh, yeah. Well, kind of like eighties rock trope with the like a comet song. Well, yeah, that's definitely an homage to all of them. Yeah, uh, to hair metal. like 80s Greg is hair metal. music video, absolutely. Greg is hair metal. He's got your roaring anthem. He's got your power ballad. He's just the 80s in a nutshell. And to be fair, like that episode, like kind of, I don't, I don't want to say it's like not a good episode, but I feel like it, it had more kind of generic archetypes going on. Like, well, it's also a flashback. Yeah. And a story for Stephen. True. That's the title of the story for Stephen. Okay. It's, it's a story for Stephen. It is. Yes, it is a story it's for a story Steven. for Stephen. So it has to be Stephen appropriate. <laughs> That's true. Hence, he didn't say why Vidalia was with Marty. And we kind of had to put that together later when they said, hey, Sour Cream is Marty's son. Everyone like, oh. knew Sour Cream was Marty's son the second they saw him with Vidalia. Everyone knew. Okay, it well, it no took me surprise. a couple episodes to realize that was Vidalia. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who Vidalia was before um, Onion Friend, because I didn't care. <laughs> so, anywho, we're going to stay undecided <laughs> on Story for Steven. Yeah, we're going to stay undecided. The rest, not really, not that season. Full disclosure, I feel like it's tropey. Uh, yeah, it's tropey. It's got the whole, like, obnoxious, like... I, I don't have know. to be toxic masculinity and yeah. I was gonna say like Batman-y, but it's not just like Batman who does that. That it's like, like every male protagonist. I gotta be ever. aloof and emo, but also like not tell people things, which would actually help everyone out more for the sake of like being tortured. Yeah, that's so true. So we're gonna call that trope. Trope, yes, trope. Joyride, we're back to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Let it be a DJ. That, oh man, I freaking love the cool kids though. They're like, they're so nice. They are. They're just nice people. It like takes even out because they know he's really stressed out. And, you I know. Lo- I love how we actually get, it's like the the cool kids arc is something beautiful because you've got Lars and the cool kids kind of introduces them. Mm-hmm. Then you've got like Shirt Club where it's our first solo cool kid episode of Buck. Yeah. Then we got another cool kids episode of Joyride. 
then eventually we get solo episodes for like I mean we kind of get a solo Jenny episode kind of in um uh which one is it or we may not have really gotten hers but we definitely get sour creams in Joppy Dad yeah and then I would say between Restaurant Wars and Kiki's we kind of get a Jenny episode so we've kind of gotten solo Cool Kids episodes we're ready for another Cool Kid episode now. The cool kid arc is ready for its conclusion. The cool kid arc. This is like talking about the onion arc. Like, I feel like there are all these arcs that aren't actually arcs, but fans are making a case for them anyway. This is more of an arc than the onion arc. I mean, there's more <coughs> people, so I guess it's more complete, maybe. There's more dialogue. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's true. So, Joyride, we're back to teen movies. We're back to teen drama, 90s era. Say you know, uncle. Like, oh, say uncle. What? Say oh well that's i mean that's like the crossover episodes like that kind of goes without saying what it's uncle it's Grandpa. a trope of yeah honestly it wasn't as bad as it's i mean not like as bad as I the, thought ne- it could the be. negative hype surrounding it was like astronomically bigger than like it actually the warranted. negative hype surrounding uncle grandpa as a whole was just it's astronomical. astronomically bigger than it's probably warranted this is true okay season one uncle grandpa earned it the other season then eh, it got better Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I guess. We don't cover them. We do not cover reason. them. <laughs> Love letters. Uh, more of a trope episode, I yeah, think. I'd say so. Just like stop falling in love when you barely see someone, and then you know go crazy. Movie. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, exclamation point. <laughs> Well, do you remember exactly what Garnet says? Because it's so, it's so. I'm pretty good. sure it's first an N, then an O, then an exclamation point. You can it was just like say the words, ever again, yeah. even after that, like something. Oh yeah, the something. long one. Yeah, it was so funny. Sword to the sword. I skipped reformed. Yeah, I used to. Um. I mean, I like reformed. It's just its own little beast. I don't know if this counts as a genre or a trope. It's a trope of the whole. You are my sword master. I shall follow your every command. Ah, I am learning the sword. Is that much of a thing? The sword master from, uh, not the sword master, the swords, the ma- the, the avatar episode of Sokka. Okay, yeah, that's like one show though. Does that that's really- That's one example, but I'm pretty sure there's many anime where it's like training under the master in the ancient arts. <laughs> the ancient like arts. Like the episode of Dragon Ball Z where Goku has to run around the planet, that kind of stuff. I have not, I mean- it's a tiny I'm, planet. Don't okay. worry. He's fine. Oh, you know, one one homage we missed was in um Jesus Christ. I'm so I'm so sad I'm not remembering this. Oh, um God! I feel so bad. Um, Justin, what was the first one uh, Pearl episode with swords? Da, 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 Pearl the Sword Fighter. Pearl the Sword Fighter. Yes, the team of the Sword Fighter. Yes, thank you. God, it's like a team effort. Yeah, um, the the sword fighting sequence was totally an homage to Utana, you know, like yeah. totally frame by frame. So that was one I always really liked nice. seeing when it happened. We're back to crashing tides, rising tides, crashing skies. Oh my god! It's a web episode. documentary. Yes, that is. <laughs> it's, the, it's literally it's like in the every really, really silly like student documentary ever Ghost about a conspiracy. So bad. See that, and that episode like exemplifies my entire problem with Ronaldo because I feel like he's he's this person who just is so like invested in you know bothering everyone that he just like doesn't care but really he's just super obnoxious and you should just leave people alone but he doesn't he just meddles and it's really meddling kids 
Yes. But I mean, like, the show seems to love him a lot because they keep giving him episodes over someone like Petey, who I think is way more deserving of an episode by now. I did not know? expect this to turn into a Ronaldo rant podcast, <laughs> but we will have a Petey versus Ronaldo podcast now. <laughs> Keeping it together, not really. We need to talk. Kind of. Maybe yeah. tropey more than anything. Story for Steven was like 80s centric. I guess maybe that one was the 90s. I don't know. 80s, 80s, 90s. Chillateed. Oh, what is Chillateed? Is the real question. Well, there was that one dream sequence when it was like a sitcom. Yeah, the the I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, weird as heck scene. (laughs) Weird as heck scene. I am censoring myself. I once said pain in the patoot <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've never been bleeped. Good for you. I've yet to be bleeped. You, on the other hand. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. I know. You're doing great. Let's see. Cry for help. Not really. Keystone Motel. Onion Friend. Historical Friction. There we go. Play. Yeah. Everything play. theatrical. The trope. Yep. It's the play episode where everyone in the town watches the play and it's kind of bad, but they watch it anyway and it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Friendship? Not really. Nightmare yeah. Hospital. Yes, absolutely. Horror. Hospitals. Everything you want. Horror and hospitals. What more could you ask for in life? I don't know. A song. A song. Could you imagine if that episode had a song like... Keep quiet. It's right around the corner. We don't want to get caught. These that would just kill the mood of like suspense and fear immediately. I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> oh, but I want to hear a duet between Connie and her mother. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe Connie's mom will p- take up sword fighting, and then we'll get like a new duet for him, but with Connie as the mentor. Thoughts? Um, no, <laughs> no thoughts. At no all. thoughts. Sadie's no song. Thoughts. Say song. It's the oh. Beach of Palooza episode. Is it? Well, it has Beach of Palooza. It does, but is that like the main point of the episode? Well, it's the. Uh, no, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I just like that song, okay? It is like that kind of classic, <laughs> like, don't give up on your dream, daughter. No, mom, I'm giving up on your dream. Oh, like, what's that movie with the girl and the ice skating and the doctor and the. The, the, I think it was a Disney movie. I don't know. The, is that the, the one? Ice princess? I don't know. Oh, oh, is that the one where she about. like, she's like really smart and she, she yes. was going to Yale and then she, she doesn't because she wants to be an ice princess? That's like so horrible to me. Yes, it is ice why princess. You, why would you do that? Movie is such a, ah. Uh, and it was Disney. Better go to Yale right. and have a good career. Why is that so much to ask for? Because gender norms. Of course. And parental standards. And Disney, of course. And Disney. Catch and release, when it rains, back to the barn. Mech anime. Mech anime, just, yeah. Robots smash anime. each other, absolutely. That's more of a trope, though. Or is it a genre? That's a genre. Mech anime Mech is its own anime, genre. Yeah, I guess it is a genre. And it's a great genre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't question me. It's to, I'm, I'm hosting. I will say objectively, you're wrong. Oh, you cannot do that, Justin. Absolutely not. Why not? Because <laughs> I sell that mech anime is bad. Sell, sell, sell. Too far. The answer. The answer is a storybook. It's a fairy tale. So it's, it's absolutely. A fairy tale. It's like especially like um, Sleeping Beauty esque. 
Um, and I think the like the background artists talked about how like they drew a lot of inspiration from Sleepy Beauty, like yeah. the forest dancing scene. But like in general, yeah, it's definitely like a fairy tale, nice storybook. Like goes along really well with the storybook, The Answer, which you should Wasn't all buy. A great story. Do you have it yet? I do. I actually, need to get it. excited. Oh, it's really pretty. It looks pretty. It's like a little golden book, which yeah, is another I, trope. I, I'm happy. I have a lot of golden books. So I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. Let's see. Steven's birthday, it could have been great. Message received, log date. Log date's an interesting beast, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Why? I mean, interesting it's beast. like it's like the clip show episode, except it's all new material. Oh, you're right. Yeah, see? Steven Universe <coughs> is so good about like flipping the tropes. They keep their lampshades close by. I really like that. It is so true. It is like a flashback, but they don't like. That's so true. <laughs> I agree. And now we get to what I'm calling, well, especially the back half, the season of the trope. The season of the trope. Super Watermelon Island, Gem Drill. Uh, those are kind of their own thing. Same old world, barn mates, more of that. Hit the diamond. Oh, welcome to Trope Town. My God. What a good, wonderful, ridiculous episode that none of us were expecting to be like that. I won a yellow diamond. I got baseball. It's so true. I'm sure everyone felt that way. It's kind of like how, like, when we all thought last one at Beauty City was going to be, like, a nuke dropped on the town, but it was, like, JK. JK, John Hughes movie. Have fun. <laughs> Lots of high school hijinks and, you Breakfast know. Breakfast Club. Why not? Breakfast Club. It was Breakfast Club meets Ferris Bueller. Meet Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, like all those like teenagery like down with authority. Let's just like do our <laughs> thing, and also is like super gay at the same time. I'm gonna try drinking tonight, Stephen. Pass <laughs> me some juice. I know that was really great. That was great. Just so many good lines. Stephen floats. Is this trope? The, I don't. I feel. I, it, I feel it's a very specific trope. It is the anime beginning of the filler all right we fought the big bad we're back home what's life like here oh yes that's what life's like here minor threat oh ha ha like the beginning of the next arc of like one of those really long shonen anime oh okay i'm i'm willing to believe you because like, have I you ever seen Yu-Gi-Oh? no i'm like, so episodes, happy to like, say after no like the big final boss battle yeah, unquote, it's like is, is it like Pegasus. a recap of like where they are in the story it, it's not really the recap it's more of the setting the stage ah oh, yeah we're back from wherever we went let's get back to life let's get back to life okay so i, I think that's tropey it's very specific but i think it's the episode just feels tropey though honestly like you can't even pinpoint it but it just feels like a trope I feel like you might get pushed back on this claim, but I might, I'm but willing I just like to side with more than most people. I do. I, I mean, I I do too. I like it more than like Dylan, anyway. Dylan's, <laughs> Dylan's like this episode's awful. <laughs> <coughs> but granted, he just really liked um, hit the diamond. So I think he watched hit the diamond, and immediately watched Stephen float to him. And was I mean, like, ugh. Who didn't like hit the diamond though? Is can any soul out okay, there? Okay, but Dylan worships it. <laughs> well, he also worships the new Lars. So like We're perspective, there. yeah. We're Drop beat dad. Um, I feel like, well, I feel like it's tropey, but I don't think it's quite a genre. It's just like, I'm the dad who's like awful, but like, I'm you, make believe you think that I'm good I'm for like five yeah, minutes. And then like, JK, I'm still awful. And you have to I, cope with that. 
Marta's like the only one in the show that's like sincerely like the worst with like no redemption at all. True. I mean, really like one note. Like which kind of yellow diamond. Out. Yeah, probably. At least yellow diamond, you know, it's her programming. Do people have programming, Michelle? Can we choose to be what we are? Of course, free will is not a myth. You just have to know you have it. Hashtag free will is not a myth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to Trope Town, Mr. Greg. It's a uh, genre. Oh, my God. Do you know what genre it is? Musicals. Correct. Yay. I feel so smart. <laughs> <laughs> that That's not in question. Mr. Greg's a genre episode. Too short the ride. Eh, not really. I don't think so. The new Lars is tropey as heck. My God, body swap. Body best, swap best episode. body the swap best episode. The best body swap ever because it's progressive. It's so, that was, I mean, like, to be grand, to be fair, like, Dylan being so into it helped me appreciate it way more in the moment. But, like, looking back, it actually was, like, really good. This is, this is one of Dylan's enthusiastic moments I was okay with. He had another one I was not okay with, and we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Breathe, Justin. <sighs> okay. okay. Next yeah. one, Beach City Drift. Hi, Tokyo Drift. How are you? Hi, Speed Racer. How are you? Hi, any... I don't want to just say Japanese, but like racing. any Asian-made <laughs> racing movie. Or set in Asia, because drift racing is traditionally seen more in Japan. Like it's is seen it? As like, drift racing is seen as the Japanese style, or at least the Japan is the king of drift racing. But wasn't drift racing really popular here in like the 50s, too? For like, I think it might be one of those rambunctious like, teenagers. It was popular here, and then Japan was like, we're going to make it our national life. Or not, not to that extent, but it's that's it's a pretty much, high claim. It's yeah, much I don't know. In Japan than it is here now. <laughs> okay, but like think about it, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. The car they drove was imported from Japan. Okay, uh, I did not notice. Well, he said it's an import from Japan. Uh, I see. I have not watched this episode more than like three times, so there are still things that slip through the cracks. Restaurant wars. Um. Maybe this is a. Tr- I mean, I feel like I've seen shows where like restaurants of like I or like two like competing like chains of something. It's very have, much like, like gotten into wars. a fight. Well, yes, you have. It's called SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants. Um. Oh my god, this is true. Just crab in the chum bucket. No, it's um, it's referencing a lot to a uh, food wars, and also just the over the top. What? That's not possible. It's like his power levels over nine thousand. You just really like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay, Dragon Ball Z is so easy to reference though. That's yeah, it the is. Issue. <laughs> let's see so restaurant wars i think just over the top anime as a whole i feel like i don't wars. know if, if you've seen food wars it is food wars well i have not so i, will I say that objectively judgment all right kiki's pizza delivery service gee i wonder what this could be an homage to i wonder what they're referencing with the title can you give me a little hint? <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. Ghibli a little hint, like give me a little Oh my god. Okay, Justin. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> There's like a line <laughs> you're inching really close to it. You just puns. have to like you know, yes. There's a pun line. There's a pun line. Can I walk oh. the line? No. Well maybe. It's we'll see. Cash we'll... Movie. Oh Anywho, my god. Monster Reunion. <laughs> god. <laughs> you should not be left alone. I know. It's like I forgot how bad the lion stuff was the first time we did it. I ain't kidding with you. 
Oh my god. Okay, what was the question? The question was Monster Reunion. Um, that was just really sad. That's just sad. Yeah. The genre is sad. The genre is Pixar sad. <laughs> Pixar. Sad. Pain. Greg the Baby. No, Alone at Sea. Alone at Sea. I don't know if that's a genre or a trope or an homage. It's just kind of its own it's thing. It. And then Greg the Babysitter it. is just kind of it. Gem Hunt very subtly references Scooby-Doo several times. Like, I mean, there's the big one where it's like, usually to sell real estate or to buy real estate. And then there's the, um, no, it's property disputes. That's the line. But there's also like the, we'll split up and look for clues. And not to mention the um, the preview art they did, which is like the Scooby gang. That episode uh, is like the closest we're getting to a Scooby episode. Probably. But I want a real Scooby episode. I want Amethyst to say zoinks. Is, wait, okay. I'm kind of blanking a little bit. Is Gem Hunt the really ridiculous? No, it's not. That's a different one. Gem Hunt's the one with Jasper. Okay. Which one is the ridiculous one you're thinking of? The really ridiculous, like, Wiley Coyote as. Oh, that's Kindergarten Kid. Uh, oh, Kindergarten Kid. No, yeah. why, uh, Gem Hunt's Jasper in the Great White North. The great white. Canada. She looks really nice in the snow, though, doesn't she? I really very like aesthetically Jasper. pleasing. We cannot get into Jasper right now. We'll have to do a Jasper roundtable now. We did like a new Jasper roundtable for now because last Jasper roundtable we had seen Jasper twice, and she spoke one of those times. Yeah, but now we need a new Jasper roundtable of like what happened to Jasper. I love Jasper. Is Jasper redeemable? Blah blah blah. Problematic Tumblr. I guess we don't have to do it now. You just summed it up. <laughs> I just summed it up. Yeah. Crack the Whip, Stephen versus Amethyst, Bismuth, Beta, Earthlings, Back to the Moon, Bubble. These are at least a plot. Uh, they yeah. just kind of roll with it. Yeah, I don't, and then, I don't think any true genre. And then high genres, Kindergarten Kid, Know Your Fusion, Buddy's Book, Mindful Education, Future Boys Ultron, Last One Out of Beach City. Genre, 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 genre. Where do you want this start? season has been <laughs> yeah. Because Kindergarten Kid is, well, that's more of an homage straight up to Looney Tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're in our brother animation all the way. Know Your Fusion is late night talk shows. Yes, yes it is. Buddy's book is libraries, yay! I mean, more is there really 90s PSA. libraries? I mean, they're in the library for like a second and the rest of it's a but flashback. But it's all about, we go to the library and look what we learned at the library. That actually is true. That episode library. was really pushing the whole go and read something person it's watching like, have you this. Read, have you, do you remember the cartoon Arthur? It might have been before or after. Are you kidding me? That show Having was fun, my is it hard with the Justin. library card? That show was like the only thing I could watch because I didn't have cable. <laughs> well, then you remember Arthur and you know yes, that having I fun do. Hard yes, I car. do. That's what they were getting at, I think. They really Mindful education. And that one, maybe not so much. Oh my God. Mindful education is so good. Can we also have a separate podcast? A frame by frame? A- yeah, frame by yes. frame. A podcast on Mindful education. Frame by frame is going to be a great series. And like, then we can do a karaoke where we, we sing the song. No. We'll lose viewers. <laughs> no, we won't. Is that possible? We'll lose listeners. Oh no, they'll love it. You guys, if you guys want that, let us know, and I'll make it happen. <laughs> You'll make it happen. Yes, for both okay. of us. Future boys, Ultron. What is this? What is this episode? Indeed, What's I mean, you to tell us. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> The I mean, genre, I or think, the trope that it's. I don't know. 
what I don't we know. Think. Oh, you don't know? Meg, okay. I don't know. What is this episode? It's like, well, I mean, I guess it's like maybe the like in quotation marks typical like two people have an argument long ago and it needs to be fixed and then some nice young person helps them figure out their differences. I feel like we stretch our definition of trope, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it feels like very, like something like like a Hey Arnold episode would do, you know it what I mean? It does feel like a Hey Arnold episode. Like, and Steven's totally an Arnold in that sense of being like, well, like, did you consider this perspective? Oh, that no, I didn't. episode is Hey Arnold. Yeah, like, kind of is, though. A little bit. And then... All hail the king of genre episode, the last one out of Beach City. Oh my god. Let me tell you about last one out of Beach City. All right, tell me. This episode is nostalgia defined because it has the style of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, uh, being similar in format to a lot of John Hughes movies like Ferris Bueller and uh, Breakfast Club. We talked about that a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the 90s aesthetic. References to Nirvana, all kinds of stuff like that. I noticed that. Grungy vibe. Yeah. Um, On top of that, it has the pacing of something from the 2000s with something like uh, Forgetting Sarah. um, No, no, not Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I Love You, Beth Cooper, Scott Pilgrim, that kind of pacing, which is a throwback to the 80s, but still, because we're past 2000s, it can either go 80s or 2000s. Plus, then you have a lot of stuff that's been important to this decade, like um, the. the great Pearl Mystery Girl awesome lesbian stuff, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't really see that in animation before 2010. So you've got like four decades that you're appealing to right there. Layered it's on- the ultimate nostalgia. It's That's everything. such a good episode. And that episode was one of the ones that felt like so much like time and care went into making uh-huh. it so incredibly particular. Um I know Lauren Zook was like really over the moon about how it turned out. I um, mean, it was oh, kind of her amazing. baby project for a while. And I think that definitely shows too a lot. It's very good. <laughs> Not just because of the gay stuff, but that helps a lot. It's it's very good. And then there's Onion Gang. Yes. Which unfortunately I think might count as a genre episode. Oh, really? What kind of genre? Like the wacky kids in the woods genre? Yes. The like genre? the little rascals. Um, friends in the woods. Oh, our summer friends are leaving. Like, I feel like that's a thing, and I'm just not remembering the things, but I feel like I've seen this genre many times. I feel like that has to be more of a trope, though, because that's not the whole point of the episode, is, like, these kids are wacky, and aren't... It's, like, more like Steven doesn't get Onion, and doesn't quite know how to be Onion's friend. So it's what's eating Gilbert Grape. Uh... Steven and Onion are what's eating Gilbert Grape. Maybe. No. I don't know what Gilbert Grape... <laughs> never heard of what's eating Gilbert Grape. We can't talk anymore. That that title just, just sounds That's how off-putting. Leonardo DiCaprio 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 <laughs> got famous. Is it really? How old yes. was he? How it's old? like from two thousand something ish. Oh wow! No, wait, like, no, wait, that no. can't be right hey, because Titanic. No, no, it's from nineteen eighty. It's from nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Okay, that makes more I think. sense. Hold on, I have to Google this now just to prove. I'm so sorry. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Taking on a life of its own. It was Gilbert Grape. No, it was Johnny Depp and Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was great. Oh, really? Yes, really. What the heck are they doing in such a silly-sounding movie together? It it was one of the most beloved dramas of the year, and I think it may have been nominated for several Oscars. Well, would you actually recommend that I watch yes, this? Yes, I would recommend you watch right. it. Right, you recommended Whiplash, so I'll watch it. All right. <laughs> so, so to uh to get back on track here, <laughs> what's your favorite genre episode from Steven Universe? Uh, don't make me list them 
I mean, I really like Garnet's universe aesthetically. Last one out of Beast City. F. Yeah, no, last one out of Beast City for me too. I, last one is probably my top, but Garnet. Or Mr. Greg. Mr. Greg might be like five or six, honestly. <sighs> really? It covers its own thing, but it the is. whole. So it's kind of like, man, people are singing, whatever. <laughs> you and know? Then, and then my third, I'd have to say Tiger Millionaire. That's really good. Just because I'm biased. Hit the Diamond might be my number three. Do you want to? Are you going to let us destroy all wrestling? <laughs> I love, I love, I love how much. like neurotic Pearl gets, especially in the early stuff. They just like really, yeah. Not my baby. So the last topic is there was another topic. <laughs> the last topic, as we or we start wrapping up here, we start calming down. Listeners, please don't be too mad at us. What genres would you still like to see? Do you have a wish list of genre episodes you want to see Steven Universe tackle in its own special Steveny way? I always kind of hope they do a Christmas or like oh, a winter non-nominational oh. holiday <laughs> themed. I mean, I mean, we kind of had winter forecast, but I know what you mean. We want yeah, that, that heartwarming really family. Yeah. yeah, like seasonal, feel good. It's really cold, but you don't feel awful because it's the holidays kind of vibe. You know, you know why they could make it a great non-denominational episode? What? Stephen would be like, we can celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah. What do the gems celebrate? We don't have any holidays. We'll make our own gem holiday. Oh my God, he totally do that. And it would turn out just as bad as when he threw them birthdays. It's, it would Someone be like, else die almost. It would be like Festivus mixed with too many birthdays and it would be the yeah. perfect episode ever. It would be so memorable. Yeah. I want that. That's my wish list. Is that your entire wish list? <laughs> yeah, actually it is. I don't have lots of time to think of this. What is... Oh, be careful. Temporary <laughs> title is Gem Mess. Is that a what word? Are, no, you're towing the pun line again. Oh. Be careful. That, that's a portmanteau. That's not a pun. That's different. Oh I'm not God. trying to do wordplay. I'm just trying to make a point. Let's see. What what else would be a good genre episode? Do you have any on your wish list? See, I forgot to make my wish list. <gasps> I know. But you're For the shame. host, Justin. I am the host. More I'm the host of the most. Oh, my God. I, uh, I would like a single camera mockumentary. Like, we got Rising Tides, Crashing Skies. I want, like, Steven. I mean, Steven has a YouTube, a TubeTube channel. He does YouTube. have a TubeTube channel. Steven, make your own office, basically. Make the office. Follow people around. Do confession cams. Give us an episode like that. Like, I in the bottom left, Garnet. Space Mom. <laughs> and then just have Garnet talking to the camera. And then... We cut to another scene. All right, who ate all the donuts? Well, I don't eat. I, I did it, and I ate the plate. Then cut to Amethyst. Amethyst. <laughs> and Space mom. Plates, it's true. <laughs> Amethyst is, like, better than a garbage disposal in some ways. She truly is. And, I, and the last one, I really, I really do want. Okay. One of my favorite movies is um, uh, Source Code. I is love it? movies that okay. kind of, like... The Groundhog's Day idea. Oh, where it's like repeating on the same day, and they kind of played with this in the pilot. Mm, they yeah, kind of played with did. this in um, Stephen and the Stevens, which is based on the pilot. Right. But I want a true Groundhog's Day episode of Steven Universe. Well, like Stephen has a day, goes to bed, wakes up, same day. I want Groundhog's isn't it, Day. Isn't Winter Forecast kind of like that too? Because he goes oh, back. Oh, you're right. I forgot that. Oops. Oh, I already got what I wanted. I have to go rewatch <laughs> that now. Yeah. Careful what you wish for. 
If get a wishing yeah. episode. Oh my god. I mean, like, how would that go? I don't know. I feel like it might not actually be that Steven exciting. Steven finds a magical Just wishing go. stone and makes some big wish. Like, I wish I was a real gem. And then... Steven wouldn't do that. Steven would be like, I want that pair no, of sneakers I saw in the store but if, window. But if something happened that... Here's, here's, here's how the episode goes. I'm going to pitch it to you. And you're okay. going to tell me, buy, borrow, or sell. All right. All right. right. Steven goes on this big adventure with the gems and Mm -hmm. his humanness somehow keeps him from being able to do something. And the gems are like, well, Steven, you know that being half human is great. Remember this person said it, this person said it. And Steven's like, I know, but still I I want, I don't want to be different. And Mm -hmm. they find a magical wishing stone because they're the gems. Why not? And Steven gets frustrated and he like runs off the stone. And he says, I wish I was a true gem. And he becomes a true gem. And we spend like, I don't know, five minutes of Steven as gem. And we get to see like, I can do this. I can shapeshift better. I can do whatever. And then he goes and he's about to fuse with Connie. And he can't oh. <gasps> because he's a full gem. Oh, no. And so we get Steven crying and Connie, For another like, five comforting minutes. him. <laughs> Because Connie is that rock sometimes, and Steven needs that yeah, rock right now. So true. And through Steven's tears, which finally have healing properties because he's that true gem. Because he's full gem now. He has Rose's full healing tears. Okay. They fall on him and they fix his body back to the way it's supposed to be. In the greatest day of sex machina of all time. I feel like that one of those episodes where fans would be like, this this went about where I thought it was, but like, what did this accomplish at all in terms of anything? And you know, Dylan would hate it a lot. <laughs> Dylan would hate it. I would love it. It's it's a wonderful life meets Steven Universe meets Big, and I love it. So give me that, Cartoon Network. Oh my Please, God. or I'll write the fan fiction. And you know, listeners, if you have a, a wish yes, list, you want to sub- to us, we will read it. <laughs> Yes, and enjoy I it. don't promise we'll read it. Wait, read it on the podcast? Or no, read no, just read it in general. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll yeah, me too. I'll comment on it and critique it and tell you why it's wrong. Or right. I'm the host, so that's my job. Um, so, so You don't need yeah. to be a Dylan host. You can be a Justin host. I can host, be a Justin you know? host. I can be, can be myself. Nice yeah, you can. Wow. Novel concept, I know. The moral of the story, listeners, is be you. <laughs> I'm my own trope. So, <laughs> that- you were- Yes, you are. So that wraps up this wonderful roundtable discussion of genre episodes. Man, this actually went a lot better than I thought. <laughs> it was still a train wreck, but it went really well. It was a beautiful train wreck. We, we got through all the episodes, though. That was an accomplishment we for did. us. I'm proud. I'm proud, too. I'm proud. So, listeners, thank you so much for staying with us. Like we said, you can um, you can let us know. You can give us our feedback. Well, your feedback, not our feedback. Uh, you can <laughs> leave YouTube comments, leave uh, leave it on whatever you're viewing this on. Uh, the website, Tumblr, I don't know. I don't care, but leave feedback wherever it is you are. But you know what else we like, Michelle? What do we like, Just We like to- iTunes reviews. Oh, we do like <laughs> iTunes reviews. Leave us iTunes reviews. Um, I don't know where we will be reading the iTunes review of the week now. That might have been part of my job. I was not told it is. Dylan might we'll yell at out. me. We'll find we'll, out later. We'll find um, out later. <laughs> So yeah, leave iTunes reviews, and if it's good, then it will be the it might be the iTunes review of the week. I don't know if we ever get more than one a week. You know who knows? That would be exciting. Yeah, we'll, that, that's great. You know, be glad. Please if make it's that happen right. for us. Make make that happen. So yeah, so 
iTunes review of the week. Leave us those. But you know what else we like besides iTunes reviews, even though they're great? Patreon. We, like, we like patrons. Yeah. You can support us on Patreon. Um, you get all kinds of cool bonuses. You get your name read on every podcast like I'm about to do. You get your own nickname in theory. Oh, sweet. Everyone has one now. Yeah, they oh, do. Finally. <laughs> For once, no TBD. Finally, no TBD. Um, you get your name on every podcast. You get your nickname on every podcast. You get uh, access to our Facebook group for certain tiers, I think. Uh, live streams we do on YouTube once a month. All kinds of yes. cool stuff. All kinds of cool bonuses. And it makes us happy. And who doesn't like seeing us smile? I like seeing us smile. They can never see us smile. Well, they know that we are. do the live stream option. <laughs> and then they'll know that I smile a lot. Yeah, he does. Sam and Dylan <laughs> I don't smile. Confirm. I don't think it's possible for them. Sam smiles. Dylan never smiles. So, thank you guys. You can find all the information on the podcast at overlyanimated.com or you can go for our Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jay, John, Phoenician, Victoria, and Katrin. That's Ka- it's Katrin, right? Katrin. It is Katrin. Yeah, I, I like that. that. Yeah. A.K.A. Here comes the nicknames I mentioned. Fever Mitch, Cordell University, Beatrix Lestrange, Nathan Fillion, Buzz Lightyear, Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny Bravo, Brian, Cookie Cat, Needle, Diamond Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, Patron, Katrin. Patron, Katrin's even better than Katrin. (laughs) That's so great. I love it. All right, guys. Next time we'll see you, we'll be on our Ladybug Roundtable. There's a lot of news to cover, including a very big announcement that came out about a major character. I'm not happy. Dylan's very happy. It'll be a fun time. You'll be excited to see that podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. It's been great. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.